What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Today, I want to ask you a question. What do you expect? You know, our our expectation shapes our life. If you expect it to rain, you're going to bring your raincoat. If you expect, you know, whatever, you're expecting... You're expecting a good meal on Thanksgiving Day. You're going you're gonna, to uh, uh, hold your appetite. You're not going to go eat nonsense before, before the big meal, right? You, your expectation shapes your life. When it comes to the things of God, the reason people live in a place of defeat is they don't actually expect God to do what he says in his word. They do to, a, to an extent, but for a lot of people, they read scriptures and they've, they've never learned how to mix faith and turn an actual expectation on from what God has. You know, the truth is, I heard someone say, you know, people, people go to God, usually not as a healer. Usually God is their last resort. There's a healing school here at uh, Revival Ministries International, and you see people come from all over the States and all over the world even to come and get prayer. And it's people who sometimes are, you know, have the worst diagnosis from the doctor. And they've got this report from the doctor saying, you know, you've got six months left to live. And they've treated God like, all right, I've, I've, I've exhausted every other medical way of doing things and God's my last resort. And sometimes that's the case because they have other ways that they think they can do it. But when it comes to salvation, God really is our only resort. We understand that we can't go to somewhere else. You can't go anywhere else to get your sins forgiven. There really is only an option. So people are willing to believe the word of God. Man, how do you know you're going to heaven? Well, because God said so. God said, if I accept Jesus, my sins will be forgiven. God said, I fully expect to go to heaven. But then it comes to other things in the word of God and their expectation really has never changed. But I want to tell you that faith The Bible says in Hebrews chapter four, that faith leads to rest. And so God has a place of rest for you. Faith is not a place of stress. You don't have to like, man, I've got my, I've got my faith out there. And people are like frazzled waiting for something to come to pass. Faith leads to rest according to Hebrews four. And God has designed us to live in a place of rest where we can actually begin to expect good from the hand of God. Um, The scripture for today is Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 24. And it says, Um, In verse 24, it says, the fear of the wicked will come upon him and the desire of the righteous shall be granted. Uh, The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. It says in Proverbs um, chapter 18, verse 23, God has set it up that whatever you expect in your heart, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Whatever your expectation is, is what the outcome will be. God, that's what faith does. Faith actually takes what's available to us as believers in heaven. That's why the the Lord's Prayer is so awesome, because it gives us a pattern. It says, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God has perfect healing in heaven, perfect provision in heaven. God has obviously salvation in heaven, perfect peace in heaven. And we use our prayer to basically be the conduit from heaven's, heaven's agenda, God's will being done to the earth. We're here to enact God's will on the earth. Man, I'll say that again. We are here by our prayer, by our preaching, by other means to enact God's will here on this earth. But we can't ever go after something if we don't choose to mix our faith with these things. You know, there was a time, it was kind of, um, it was a, a long time ago when people actually used to line up for Black Friday. It was before Black Friday became like, you know, the 84 year old grandmas who coming out at six o'clock in the morning for black Friday. So we, we would line up. I remember lining up for, um, 
uh, Circuit City. That'll date me there. Uh, before Circuit City went under, uh, lining up for Circuit City for this TV. I, I needed to get a TV, and I lined up and I got there at midnight. Man, it was going to open at six o'clock in the morning, and we waited out there, one a.m., two a.m., three a.m., four a.m. And I knew I was in a good spot in line, and I knew they had so many of these um, TVs left. And so basically, what they did is they organized. They said, "What's the main?" Hi, you know, what's the main item that you're after? And I said, man, I'm after this sharp 42-inch TV. I still remember it, sharp 42-inch TV. And it was down from like 1300 to like 600 bucks or something like that, back when TVs were super expensive, right? And I was lined up and, and I get in this line. And so when this store actually, right before six, they bring people in in like little shifts. They don't let them go throughout the store, but the ones who are like after a certain big ticket item. And they said, okay, you guys line up over here. We've got 14 of these TVs and you guys are the 14 people that get these TVs, right? And so I was like number man, I don't know what it was. I was like number 11, right? Of of 14 and um of 14 TVs. So I had this expectation, man, I've lined up and it's paid off and I'm waiting in line for this TV and something happened. Six o'clock comes around, they start ringing people up and I don't know what happened, but some person who worked there I guess there was somebody on the other side who was in line for something else who said, oh, and I also want one of those TVs. And something happened, and they get up to where they're about to get to the person right in front of me, and they say, oh, I'm sorry, we've run out of these TVs. And they were number 10, and I was number 11, or whatever it was, right? And and all of a sudden, we went from sure sure thing, hey, they've only there's 14, you guys are the 14 people that are getting them, to all of a sudden, the story changes, and some employee did something wrong, and now here we are. And the people who've lined up for hours, if I was there for six hours, some of these people, the guy in front of me was there longer than that, lined up and the TV was just gone. And I remember the sinking feeling of like, man, I lined up and now the store's flooded with people, you know, the big ticket items are gone. And I was just hurt on the inside. I think I bought like two DVDs for $5 and went home. Like it was so disappointing and they wouldn't give rain checks. And I remember that that same TV kind of went on sale, maybe like two months ago, but it wasn't 600 bucks. It was like 800. It was still an amazing deal, but I like refused to, to, to have anything to do with it. Cause it was like the one that got away. Like, man, I should have had that for 600 bucks. And it was, and, and, and I didn't get it. And it still to this day, it's impacted me, but it was like, it's when expectation comes, you know, expectation that's not met leads to disappointment. But I think so many people don't want to ask God for things, and I've, I say this because I know it was for this. The, it was true for myself. So many people don't want to ask God for things because they think God is going to let them down, that they're going to be disappointed. Man, I don't want to ask God to bless me in my work. I don't want to ask God to promote me. I don't want to ask God. You know, I don't want to actually expect to be healed and not be healed. I don't want to. You know, people Christian lives. Christians live all their life, and they never take. They take Jesus up on. Hey, that he was crucified so we could be made new, we could have eternity in heaven. But they live with less than perfect health, even though he's already been whipped for that. Because they say, I don't want to get my expectation up and then be disappointed. But I want to tell you that the word of God is sure. Let every man be a liar. The word of God is sure. What you expect from God's word, you will have. Faith is a substance on the inside of you. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, things expected, things that you don't see yet that you expect. When we came to believe in God to pay off our house, I saw in the word that the Bible says, you shall lend to many nations and shall not borrow. 
And the Bible also says, Oh, no man, anything but to love him. And I saw that by my faith, I could receive debt, debt forgiveness or, or being debt free. And it got to the point on the inside of me where I was like so expectant. And I started even changing things that I was like, I'm not waiting a year for this house to be paid off. This month, every month I would pray, Lord, this is the month that this home is getting paid off. And I had an expectation and it came to the point that when the house actually got paid off, someone, if you haven't heard the story, someone gave us an $80,000 check. And on the bottom memo, it said, no more mortgage. There was a blank check that said no more mortgage and we owed 80,000, but an $80,000 check that when the check came, man, I cried. It was awesome. But it was almost like I had already rejoiced because I already had an expectation that it almost wasn't like, I didn't feel like my prayers got answered at that moment. I felt like my prayers had already been answered before because there was a, a genuine expectation that came from the fact that God's word cannot fail. I live uprightly before God. I, I've been made righteous by what Jesus did. I qualify for the blessing of heaven, and I fully expect this to come to pass. I'm not waiting for something else to take place. I'm not living. I've, I mix my faith with the word of God. What is the scripture? The Bible says, the Bible says that, you'll, that nothing shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. That's becoming my expectation that sure, difficulties may arise, but there's nothing for the rest of my days that'll be able to stand against me. There's no cancer that could come against me and stand against me. There's no enemy that could come. There's no deception that could come against my family and stand against me all the days of my life. I've, I'm, I'm shifting now to having a takeover mentality that I'm not waiting for life to happen to me. I, oh, I hope my finances go good. No, he says the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. I live a sorrow-free, blessed life. I encourage you to find some scriptures. There's one, Psalm 23 says, surely goodness and mercy will follow you all of the days of my life. I love daily scriptures because then I can look and be like, what am I, what's today going to look like? Oh, you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. No, I know what tomorrow is going to bring. It's going to be goodness. It's going to be mercy. He said, if you obey and serve me, you'll spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. That's a Job 36, 11. What's tomorrow going to be like? Prosperity. What's this year going to be like? Pleasure. God has set you up through the word that you can actually take the word of God and a supernatural expectation can come and, and, and set you up for success. And that's why the rest becomes so great, because I'm not worried about sickness coming into my home because the Bible says he took sickness out of my midst. There's not one sick or feeble one among them. Not only will I walk in health, my whole family will walk in health. My children will live in divine health. Nothing shall be able to stand against us all. All the days of my life. He said in Jeremiah 32, 40, I will never stop doing good for you. I will never stop doing good for you. My expectation for this life is that until the day Jesus comes to get me, that he's never going to stop doing good for me, that it's going to be blessing upon blessing, that it's going to be victory after victory, that there's no area in my life that the devil will be able to take any ground, that I'm going to spend the, the, the few years that we have left on this earth before Jesus comes back, destroying the works of the devil, being like Jesus was. He wasn't up and down. He wasn't living a, sure, he went through the wilderness. He spent 40 days, but he did that. He, he went through the wilderness, not so that we're do like the Israelites do. They did that. They spent 40 years in the wilderness because of unbelief. But we who choose to believe enter into rest. What are you expecting today? What are you expecting today? Don't, don't break, don't 
turn off your expectation because you'll be afraid you'll be disappointed, like me in that line at Circuit City. Glad they closed down. I buy things online now. But what are you what are you in line for in the kingdom of God? I want to tell you, you won't be disappointed. Your expectation, according to the word of God, your expectation shall not be cut off. Re-change re, your mind to think thoughts of prosperity. Man, this week is going to be the best week. Every day, God's going to bless me. Every day, God's going to provide for me. Every single day, God's going to give me over and above. He's the God of more than enough. He can't deny himself. He's the God of extra. This week is going to be a week of, a week of open doors, of opportunity. I set my expectation by the word of God, and I will not be turned back. Expectation becomes a part of who you are, and that's why every day is joyful. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. God wants to put an expectation that we're not bracing for the worst. I used to do that, man, in sales. I would be like, I remember saying this. I just read Huckleberry Finn, and I would get into sales, and the way I would relieve pressure, it would just I would just say, well, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I could I could not ever sell again. My mom could lose her house. And then we would just build a raft and float down the Mississippi, right? Just like Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. So that was like my mindset was like I would remove the pressure by just being like, well, what's the worst that could happen? I could pack up. I would move to uh, South America and I'd be a fisherman living in a hut, you know? And I was like, that actually sounds pretty good. Crazy. But that's not how we live as children of God. We live by the word of God. God's not going to let you fail. You serve God with your whole heart. You be quick to repent. You be a person after God's heart. You serve God wholeheartedly. He'll bring you to a place of great victory. God's not set you up to let you down. He's not letting you fall. He's not letting you fail. You go forward. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. God's going to bring you out of it. You're going to live in perfect health. Even say it now. Man, I'm going to live in perfect health. I had someone come to me the other day and say, how do you live? You talked about how you live with no stress. You said last July, God helped you to be stress-free. I still deal with stress in my life at work. So much stress at work to perform. And I said, you know, it's, it's choosing to, to use your mouth to, to not only not speak doubt, but to, to go hard on the other side. When the devil tries to come with thoughts of like, oh, you're not going to make the bill, your payment on that. Oh, you're going to run out of money. Oh, you're going to be sick. Not only am I not going to be sick, but I'm going to lay hands on the sick everywhere I go and they're going to recover. Man, I'm going to be like Joshua. I'm at 85. I'm just as strong today as when the Lord first called me. Man, hallelujah. Faith energizes me. If faith gave Sarah strength to conceive, faith is going to give me strength. My body's going to be full of strength. Man, you think I'm strong now? You think I'm preaching hard now? Just wait till I'm 85 years old. I'm going to be preaching even harder. I'm going to be going even harder. I'm a child of God. I don't go up and down. I go from glory to glory. I'm a child of the light. I was bought with a price. Hallelujah. Begin to change your expectation. God is going to give me good things. God is going to give, never stop doing good for me. You know, he says he, the eyes of the Lord move to and throw throughout the whole earth, looking for someone that he can show himself strong on their behalf. God is looking to flex on this earth through his people. God's looking to show people his grace through his children. So today, change your expectation. What are you expecting? Man, today I'm expecting good things. I'm expecting good from the hand of God. Hallelujah. And just remember, if you do go line up for Best Buy, don't, don't, just, you're going to run into issues. You're going to come out there. You're going to be disappointed. 
You're going to get in there. You're going to buy DVDs you don't need. You're going to buy yourself a, a VR. You're going to buy yourself a VR headset. You're going to end up putting a remote control through the TV. That's what happened to me. You should leave it all behind. What are you expecting today? Have an awesome day.